Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee. So happy you're with me this morning or today. I'm recording this in the morning. I'm actually embarking on our Christmas break Um, This is one of the first mornings that I haven't had to jump up and take kids somewhere or get to an appointment or hop on a Zoom call with a client. It's been really luxurious today. So um, I've had a couple of cups of coffee. I'm finishing off a cup of coffee right now. And um, actually later today, even though we are on Christmas break, um, we are headed to some basketball games because... Both of my kids, I have two kids, they are both in high school. One's a senior, one's a freshman, and they both play varsity basketball. So this is just the joy of my life right now, honestly. You guys is getting to go watch these kids play. And so they both have games today, even though we're on Christmas break, they play basketball all throughout Christmas. If you are a basketball family and you've raised basketball kids, you know the drill. Um, basketball does take up all of your, um, all of your December. (laughs) And, um, so that's where we're headed later today. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, a perfect morning so far because it's been really, um, chill and low key, which has been just so, so nice. So however you might be spending your day today, I hope you get maybe an extra cup of coffee or an extra tea or an extra sparkling water or just whatever, you know, brings you comfort and joy. And that somehow you're getting to spend it with people that you love and people that bring you a lot of um, joy as well. And, you know, I'm happy you're here listening to the show because this podcast is an extension of a way that I get to communicate things that I love talking about. And I know that I get to record these shows for people that um, I do love and care about, you know, I think about the light beamers community and the community members at large, um, in our world who tune into this show every week or, you know, hop into our Facebook group, or maybe they take some of our programs or, you know, even one day, maybe be, be a client and are involved more, more rigorously with us at light beamers, but whatever it is, it's like, I just always love thinking of ways to try to reach you on how to get you thinking about your story um, and always trying to find ways to get you to overcome any kind of challenges that you might have with your story, which is the thing that we're really going to talk about today 
a couple of episodes ago, if you scroll back to episode 171, nine storytelling challenges most women struggle with, I did a very high level view of a lot of the challenges that do exist. And these are things that I hear over and over and over and over and over again from um, people who do join my community, people who do come in to do work with us of the main reasons and the main ways that they struggle. And I did a very high level view in that episode. And I, and I promised that I would be back with future episodes to go deeper on these topics and to really start helping you figure out how to solve these problems and how to get over these obstacles. And today I want to address the number one obstacle that keeps people from telling their story. And this is by far and away the number one challenge. And it, you might fall in a couple of different categories, but in either case, you will see that it's, it's the number one reason why people really don't think about their story and they don't share their story and they don't, they're not intentional about using their story in a really positive, powerful way, which of course is what I really want to get you to see is available and is an option for you. So the number one obstacle that keeps people from telling their story is it, it's two pronged. Okay. So it's, you're either on one side of the coin or you're on the other side of the coin, but either way, the coin itself is the problem. All right. So the number one, the biggest obstacle, the biggest thing that I hear from people is you either think that you don't have a story to tell. That's one side of the coin. You don't have a story to tell. Your story is too small. It's insignificant. And there's nothing really worth sharing. Or you're on the other side of the coin and you have a story that is so big, you don't know what to do with it. It overwhelms you. It scares you to death. It feels complicated and it just feels too, too big. Now, those are very polar opposite challenges, right? You either think you don't have a story at all, or you think, you know, you have a story and you don't know what to do with it. It's so big. Either way. The problem is the same because the issue is, is that you are not doing anything, right? You're so far on one side of the coin or the other. You're so far to the extreme that you don't see any middle ground at all. There's no place for you to share your story. You cannot see how to, to, to move to the middle, to be able to use this story in a positive, powerful way. And so my goal today on the podcast is to start to show you how to move to that middle ground. So I'm going to be talking about both sides of the coin, whether you think you um, don't have a story at all, that it's just nothing exciting to share, nothing worth, worth sharing, nothing that would be a value to anyone else, that you've just lived this really boring vanilla kind of life, um, all the way to the other side of the coin where there's a huge story to share and it just is far too much for you to figure out how to share it in a positive way. Usually those stories have some trauma built in, some really um, negative experiences. And so therefore those don't feel like very, you know, helpful to share because they're very negative. No matter where you are on that coin, the problem is you're not sharing your story. And that's a big obstacle, right? So I want to dive into that a little bit deeper. So I'm going to start on one side of the coin and then we're going to go to the other. 
And um, I, I, my goal and my hope and my desire is that you see how to fix that challenge because it's totally fixable. I mean, the good news is um, I work with clients every single day and this is what we do. We do this right here. Um, and so I'm just going to spill the beans for you uh, right here on the episode and hopefully make this a lot easier. Now, I'm going to start with... Um, those of you who think you don't have a story, that your story is just kind of boring, too small, insignificant. And I'm going to, you probably have heard, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you've probably heard me say this. This was me, you guys. I mean, this was me for so long. I have worked in storytelling my, my entire adult career, and I never thought I had a story. I thought other people had a story, and I was excited to go and get to share those stories and help those people tell those stories, right? I've done, I've made a career out of doing that, but I didn't think I had a story. I never really put value in my own story. I didn't think I had anything to share. So if this is you, I just want you to know, I get it. <laughs> I know exactly what it feels like to think that, you know, there's nothing for me to share. My story is pretty boring. Um, and that was me for so long. I really thought that because I, I uh, didn't have any kind of big trauma in my life and I didn't have any sort of giant obstacle that I've overcome things like cancer diagnosis or overcoming some tragic death of a family member or a child or, you know, any kind of major financial ruin kind of story or anything like that. I just thought, well, then I don't really have anything, you know, worthy of sharing. And I think that part of that came from the fact that I began my career working in television news, where we were hyper focused on the extreme, right? We were very hyper focused on the murders and the house fires and the, the, the depravity of humanity, to be honest with you. And so we were chasing down these big stories, um, corruption and espionage and just, you know, all these, you know, all these crazy things. And so it left me as the journalist feeling like, well, I mean, I don't have one of those stories, right? So it really kept me from thinking more about my story. So if, if you have never really thought about your story, you just thought, oh, I mean, like me, uh, what, what would I share? This is really you. And so let me, let me get your attention and say, yes, I'm talking to you. Let's talk about what you do have to share. Now, when someone doesn't have a big story, like the stuff I've just mentioned, you've got to start small right? You have to actually start with your small stories. And this is actually one of my favorite ways to even teach storytelling is to teach it through telling micro stories. And so just the, the name itself, micro stories is small storytelling. It's the the day-to-day -day kind of storytelling, the, the just general experiences that you go through in life that may not be these giant experiences, but they are general. They are you know, your own version of a challenge. And so let me just kind of probe you for a little bit. And if you're listening to this and you can take notes, take a note. If you're driving and you can't take notes right now, um, just mentally make a note. Um, kind of let me, let me ask you some questions and you just kind of go through your mind and listen to this and think, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's that. I mean, I, I okay. I see what she's saying. Like, I just want to get you thinking. So small micro stories, um, these can be really explored by 
digging into a few questions. Um, and I'm just going to rattle off a few questions for you to see what might come up for you as I ask these questions. Um, let's start with just what is a recent challenge that you have been navigating? Now, the challenge doesn't have to be giant, doesn't have to be life shattering or life altering. Again, micro stories, smaller stories. What is a challenge that you are currently navigating or you have recently navigated that caused you to like pay a little bit of attention to that challenge? You know, for some of you, it might be um, trying to figure out how to lose some weight. Um, others, it might be navigating a rough patch in your marriage, you know, not anything that was leading to divorce or in kind of infidelity and nothing big, right? Small, but it might be something that was a challenge for you. It might be, um, figuring out how to make a change in your career. You know, that might be something that you're working on trying to find a new path forward. Might feel like a challenge right now. This was this was when I began to start to dig into my own story. Was when I became dissatisfied with my career. This was the really beginning of me digging into my own story to realize I had a story to share. <laughs> was really the beginning of of Light Beamers because Light Beamers was born from me digging into my dissatisfaction with my career and looking for ways to regain satisfaction. You know, I didn't really want to change careers. I was not really interested in making a giant career pivot. I wanted to keep doing storytelling. I wanted to keep telling people stories. I just wanted to find a new way to do it because I had gotten bored. I had really gotten to the complacent in my own career path. And I wanted to find a way to reinvigorate my career in a way that would get me excited every day to go do the work that I do. And so that was my own beginning. I, I probed into that particular question and found, I found light beamers, which was a huge change in my life. And it was a huge change for the better. And it allowed me to dig deeper into my own stories that allowed me to realize I had a story to tell. You know, in the beginning, when I started light beamers, I really was telling the story of how I was telling the story of me loving storytelling. I mean, it was a kind of a basic story. It wasn't anything earth shattering. It wasn't a giant story at all, but it was a story of my career path. It was a story of how I had always loved storytelling. I've been really fascinated with people's stories since I was such a young child and influences that I've had on my storytelling from my parents to my grandmother, different people who had, you know, were really great storytellers that you know, influenced me to the fact that I had become this television news journalist working for CBS News and became very, very uh, cynical um, and overwhelmed by the dark stories we were being tasked to tell every day. Again, the murders, the house fires, the corruption, all of those things that I was chasing down to get the story on the 10 o'clock news or the 11 o'clock news it began to weigh very heavy on me and I, I developed a lot of anxiety and I was very young and at the early stages of my career, this very promising career ahead of like one day making it big, right? In television news and just feeling like 
oh my gosh, what have I done? Like, I do, I do not want to do this. I want to do storytelling, but I don't want to do it like this. And I made a, uh, a change in my late twenties, just after getting married. And I left television news abruptly without a big plan B behind me. And I navigated some very choppy waters of the, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up kind of story to, to figuring it out, you know, and I became a video producer and a writer and I continued to do storytelling. I became a, a script developer for television, wrote scripts for a long time and, um, eventually found my way back into, uh, video producing, doing storytelling for digital, doing digital storytelling, uh, for brands and helping them tell their story and really loving it again. And finding a way that eventually led me to, to build and create light beamers, you know, knowing that I knew a lot about storytelling. I knew that I wanted to show other people the value of their story. They didn't have to wait until they get sent someone like me, who was a video producer and a storyteller, a journalist. They didn't need to wait until they had won some big award or, you know, be on the 10 o'clock news to get someone like me sent to their door to do an interview. I wanted to show people how to dig into their own story and start to tell that story without the need to have a video producer or a journalist to do it for them. And that was really how I came to reinvigorate my career and start light beamers. All of that started and that's not a giant overcoming story. But it was just the story that I looked back on my life and like, well, that's a challenge that I want to overcome. You know, it's a, it was a place of dissatisfaction that I wanted to try to course correct and reinvigorate my satisfaction around the work that I got to do. And now for the last eight years, I've never been more satisfied in my life. You know, I have just the best, the best career in the world. I can't even believe I get to do this for a living. It's just, it's so awesome. So, you know. There's an example of my story. Nothing. I haven't cured cancer. I haven't overcome some giant loss. I haven't had unbelievable earth shattering heartbreak or devastation happen to me, but I still have a story that's valuable and it's worth sharing because it was my journey. It was my unique experience. And you know what? Telling that, that little story has, you know, has, has launched an entire movement of light beamers and a community of women who are in our light beamers community. Um, women who are out there now writing their books and getting on stages and doing incredible things because they too caught my vision and began to realize that they had a story to share. They had a story to share and they may have once been like me thinking, ah, I don't really have anything of a, a value to share. I don't have anything that important but it's just your own journey. And I think that what I want you to hear from me is stop discrediting the small stuff. Sometimes it's the small stuff that makes really big stories. So if you think you don't have a story to share, I want to challenge that thinking today. And I want you to probe and start asking these questions. What's something that you've gone through recently that was a challenge for you? Or what is something that is something you've had to overcome recently or that you're currently navigating? Where's a place of dissatisfaction that you have um, tried to start to 
create satisfaction around. Those are just a simple way to start probing. There's a lot of other questions I could ask you, but that'll get you started. The, the point of it all is if you think that you don't have a story, you need to start asking deeper questions for yourself. And if you need some additional help with this, I would really encourage you to get into our Light Beamers community on Facebook and start digging into the prompts that we share every week. The prompts that we share every week are very small micro story style prompts. We're not prompting you to tell the giant stories that feel so overwhelming. You don't know what to do with them. These are ways for you to start excavating the layers, removing the junk out of the way, which is the junk is thinking you don't have a story, right? And start to dig into the little stories, the micro stories that you do have. And I promise you, you will start to discover your voice. You will start to discover that you do have something of value to share. And so I challenge you to get in there and start flipping the script on that narrative that's in your mind right now that says you don't have a story. Now, let's go over to your sisters on the other side of the coin who know that they have a story to share and it is so big and it's filled with trauma and it's got a lot of negativity and it's just too much. And if you shared that story, it would be too much for the audience to receive. It would just be too messy, too dark, too negative, too complicated, and you have no idea what to do with it. So therefore you do nothing. You actually don't share that story at all. You keep that story buried so deep in a little dark corner of your life that your plan is to never resuscitate it. You're like, that story is done and I am going to keep it over here, nice and tight, quiet, hidden back here in the corner. And I'm not telling anybody. Yeah. So how's that working out for you? Most of the time when I meet women like this, this story is holding power over you and it is acting kind of like a little knife that is just digging at you and digging at you and digging at you over time. And it's creating a giant pain in your body and in your heart and in your soul and in your mind. And that is not comfortable. That is not, that is not using that story in a way that could actually be helpful. It's not helping you and it's not helping anybody else. And so when you have these really big stories, and these are the ones that I referenced earlier, you know, maybe there's been major corruption, major failure, major overcoming of illness. Um, you know, maybe there's been infidelity in the marriage and a nasty divorce. I mean, just all these big things that can happen to us. And, and guess what? We all kind of have these big stories over time. I mean, eventually, I think if we live long enough, we're all going to get ourselves a big story, you know? And um, a lot of times, Honestly, if we were to dig deep into the oh, back over to the other side of the coin where our friends are hanging out thinking they don't have a story, a lot of times what I discover is that those people do have a story this big. They have just buried it so deep that they've almost forgotten that they have it. They're just not telling it. Um, so a lot of times I really find that, you know, uh, th these stories are hidden very, very deep, very, very dark. And, um, we just need some time to dig those stories out. But here's the thing, the, 
the reason you're not telling that story is because it feels like it can't be useful. It feels so messy that it's complicated. You don't even know how you would tell that story in a way that um, people could follow because it's such a complicated story. And my same advice that I gave to to the first batch of people, you know, to the ones that don't think they have much of a story is really the same advice that I would give you. And that is, we got to start small. You know, you don't start by telling that giant story because um, we do need to do a little bit of excavating. We need to like slowly pull that story out from the deep, dark corner that it's sitting in. And we need to bring it back up for you to evaluate. And my, my thing with, with digging into those types of stories is starting to imagine and starting to think through your own survival mechanism, you know, whatever the trauma, whatever the pain, whatever the, the, the big thing is, that is, is that story. The question I want you to ask yourself is, well, how did I, how did I get through it? You know, like, what does it look like now for me, now that I'm on the other side of that story, now that I've navigated the divorce, now that I've been without the child that I lost for five years, um, five years ago, where am I today? What have I done to just navigate these extremely dangerous, choppy, ugly waters? And you might say to yourself, well, I'm not doing a very good job, you know, and that's okay. That's part of the story. If you, wherever you are now is your starting point for looking back on that story and starting to figure out how would you share that story? Because here's what I want you to hear. The reason why that story is of value is because there are other people in the world navigating something very similar to you right now, right? We all know that if you've navigated some big um, health crisis, we know there are plenty of other people out there right now navigating a very similar health crisis. If you've na navigated the most nastiest, awful divorce on the planet, talk to any divorce attorney. They all tell you, they'll give you a list of their clients who have, who have navigated similar awful experiences. If you've gone through financial ruin and public embarrassment of any kind, you're not alone. There's so many other people out there just like you. And some of those people haven't figured out how to navigate. They are in the thick of it. And if you just look at your own story and start to say, well, this was one thing that I did that helped. It wasn't much, but it was the one thing that started to move me forward in a different direction. If you've overcome things like sexual abuse in your childhood, that's a big population of people, especially women, right? I mean, I've interviewed so many women who have sexual trauma and abuse in their story, and they have no idea how to tell that story. And you, sometimes the telling is just admitting that you have the story. Like that could just be it. You don't have to tell the dirty details, but the telling of the story is the, the saying of, hey, I have overcome sexual abuse in my childhood, or hey, I have overcome navigating the nastiest divorce on the planet. I have overcome loneliness and depression to the degree that I can't even believe I'm still st sitting here talking to you today. I have overcome the loss of a child. Just the statement 
that you are still here is enough, right? And that gives others the opportunity to bear witness to someone who has navigated and has, it is still here and it will open up a dialogue, right? That says like, well, how did you navigate? What were the things that helped you get through it? You start really, really small looking at where you are today and how far you have navigated through those big challenges. And from there, we can start to pull out the pieces of that story that are worth sharing. Uh, so many people in this category get really overwhelmed because there's a lot of dirty details. You know, there's a lot of like really ugly, dirty details that feel just in, just way too painful to try to tell again. And so I want to I just give you permission to say, you don't have to tell those pieces of the story. Not every piece of your story has to be told in order for a story to be shared. Does that make sense? I'm going to say that again, because I think this is really important. Not every piece of your story has to be told in order for your story to be shared. So when you're sitting on that giant story and you have no idea what to do with it, just start with admitting that you have the story in the first place. Hey, I am a survivor of sexual abuse. I am a survivor of divorce. I am a survivor of child loss. I am a survivor of financial ruin. I am a survivor of corruption and embarrassment or whatever it may be. I'm a survivor. You're still here. So start with that. And from there, we can pull out the details of that story that others need to hear in order for them to navigate similar choppy waters. You've heard me say on the podcast a thousand and one million times, probably, <laughs> um, you know, the key to storytelling is the number one rule is to know who your audience is. When you know who you're sharing the story with and you know what what similarities you have with that audience, then you know what they need to hear from you in order to feel more connected. They need to feel not alone. And that's the whole point of light beamers is I've always say this is that the reason why I want you all sharing your story and seeing the value of sharing your story is because of exactly that. When you share your story, you shine a light for other people. You let them know that they are not alone that they, they, they too can navigate something similar and get to the other side of it and be where you are today. And where you are today may not be completely healed. You may not be completely over it. You may not be completely restored, but you're still here and you're still figuring it out. And someone who is 10, 15, 20 steps behind you, your story is valuable to them. And all you have to do is say, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here navigating, and that's all it takes. So once again, you start really small. And then from there, we work on it, right? Yeah, we can work on getting the right details pulled out. The right detail details are definitely going to be the ones that are pertinent for someone else to hear. You know, this is why I say you don't have to tell all the dirty details because we don't need to know all the ins and outs of how something happened because that's not really going to be helpful. What's going to be helpful is knowing that you've had the challenge and then how did you begin to navigate through it? How did you begin to put one foot in front of the other? 
How did you begin to find healing? If you've already been through a healing phase, like sharing the healing, sharing what's possible. That is what is so helpful when you have one of those big, giant, hairy, scary stories. In both cases, do you see how we've moved you a little bit to the middle? You're no longer on one side or the other. You're a little bit further along to the middle where you could share the story in a way that can begin to open up um, dialogue and connection and conversation between you and the person you're sharing it with or the audience of people that you might be sharing it with. The more that I dug into sharing my own stories is small or insignificant as I thought they might be, the more I began to realize I had some bigger stories that I was holding on to. And the more I began to share those stories, the same thing happened. On both sides of the coin, what happened was people came forward and I built my community. I built, you know, light beamers really thrived because I was willing to tell my story. And it brought people along into my journey and it allowed me to build connections with people who were navigating something really similar. And it allowed me to um, just, yeah, have connection, have conversation. And it allowed me to shine my own light in my own way. And in doing that and shining my own light in my own way, I began to see how my own story did have value and significance and how it could help other people, which in turn did a lot of internal healing for me. You know, it did a lot for me. And I think that if you will just give yourself permission to step into the waters of telling that story, whichever side of the coin you sit on, um, you're going to go on that storytelling journey that I talk about so often on the show. And that storytelling journey is going to reveal for you what you need to get out of it. And that's my invitation to you. The same invitation I gave to um, those who think they don't have much of a story is I would encourage you to just start telling a little bit of that story and start peeling the layers back. And if you want a safe and private place to do that, of course, the Light Beamers community on Facebook is our is our sandbox. And that is the place that I would really encourage you to, to, to get into, to have that safe, encouraging private environment for you to start exploring with our story prompts to start telling that story and start releasing that story out into the world. When you share your story, you shine a light. I will never stop saying that. And I, and I know that the light is going to shine for others and it's going to shine for you. And this is a big obstacle, the number one obstacle that keeps people from telling their story. And I am hell bent on making sure that obstacle does not remain a challenge for you, that we can fix it. We can show you how to move from one side of that coin over to the middle where you can truly shine your light. And my invitation to come into the community, our, our Facebook group is, it's a free invitation. Um, that is a free community for you to join. Go to lightbeamerscommunity.com. It will take you straight there. If you are already a member and you have not been participating and you have not been showing up, let this be your reminder and your invitation to get in there and let's make storytelling your secret weapon your secret weapon to connect deeper with people, to build relationships with people, to build your businesses, to build your platform, to build your ministry, to build your mission, your message. You, like this is the, the, 
place where we can do that. And I know all of this is available for you. So I'm, um, I'm excited to see what happens from these challenges that I've given you today. And I hope that you start to see your story in a little bit of a different light than what you've been, than what you've been holding on to. And um, if any part of this resonated, I'd love to know. As always, I invite you to send me a message, to shoot me an email, april at lightbeamers.com or send me a DM on, on social media. Um, yeah, I want to know if this is pulling you a little bit closer to the middle. I hope that it is. And if you need more resources and support, reach out definitely reach out because this is the number one obstacle that I see. Um, you know, a majority of the people that come to me, they're, they're, they're either on one side or the other, you know, and my goal is to get you out there sharing that story and realizing what a huge light it can be for others and for you. And I, I would love to do that work with you, or at the very least, get you into our community using the free resources we share in the community to get you going. All right. Well, my coffee is getting cold because I've talked and I haven't been sipping it. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. And it's about that time that I go get in, get ready for the basketball games and go and cheer on my kids at their tournament today. And since this is the holiday season, I'm wishing you and yours the biggest, brightest, happiest days ahead. I know the holidays can be stressful. Sometimes they can be hard. Sometimes they're not always that easy, but wherever you are today, I pray that there's a little bit of ease and grace that comes your way. Maybe it's through that extra cup of coffee. Maybe it's through the extra glass of tea. Maybe it's through the companionship of a friend or a family member. Um, but whatever it is, I'm sending out so much joy and light to you today. And I want to just say it one more time. Your story matters. Your story has a place in this world. And when you start to share your story, um, you will indeed become a light beamer. All right, light beamers, make it a good one. And I'll see you back here next week. Talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.